Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of 28 Days of Black History. Marcus, what do we call it? I forgot what we called it. Black America? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like we, like, we have a whole year to work on it. Yeah. So. Black America. Black America. Yeah. We're here to tell you how to be black. Or what? In America. Yeah. Don't do it with that country accent. I don't think people are like You gotta do the, the Teen Titans song. You know, America, America, awesome, America. What? Teen Titans go. No, nobody watches that. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, why would you bring up that shit show? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. sorry. That was like two, three years ago. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Well, hopefully nobody heard that. The music was just too loud. <laughs> I didn't hear anything. Did you? I think they heard it, maybe. <laughs> uh, like, I'm, I'm a loud dude, so. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. His his mic is like the loudest mic. Is it? Yeah. And it's loudest not a, mic, and I have the booming voice. Yeah, yeah, it's not even the loudest mic. Like He's turned down most of the way, and his voice is so powerful that it rapes the goddamn microphone yeah like, so oh. yeah there's no way that i can there's no way around it i can't do anything about it like i've tried to do everything in my power to make his voice lesser than mine because it's my show yeah but i can't do it yeah so and my voice needs to be up yeah so you know i've got it to a point to where uh no don't even do that <laughs> people want to hear your voice mark yeah. is over here pushing his mic yeah, back you're, you're in your I info mean, they bro. can probably still hear me yeah, yeah they can probably but still it sounds hear like you. you're in the background now yeah you sound like you're a producer in another room yeah so don't don't do that people people like your voice I, i'm a special guest <laughs> yeah he's a special guest host well, we, we, you we don't so want to be like longer. <laughs> yeah, oh is that right marcus yeah we don't want that you know but hey guys, yeah. welcome back. It's Jojo to Comic Corner. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if you guys have not listened to Comic Corner, you guys should definitely go listen to it. There's a bunch of great episodes, and there's some episodes where I'm like, you know what, uh, f these guys. I I, I don't want to be in the show. And then they'll say something, and then uh, they'll be like, uh, Joseph, what do you think about this? Yeah, guys, I, I think we should do la, 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 la. And then Marcus is like, so, yeah, Joe said we should do X, Y, Z and this and this. So, yeah, that's that little reference there. But, yeah, guys, go check that out. You guys check them out on Comic Corner on Facebook, Comic Corner on Spotify. And they're just on Spotify right now. Uh, we're going to be looking here, depending on what the host of that show says, and getting it other places, but as as right now, they are strictly on Spotify, and you can listen to them on Facebook. And if you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Go rate them five stars. And if you have not rate rated the Joe Show, go rate the Joe Show five stars because we're trying to get out there. But we're Let's back, see. back to the future, back to the past with three more inventions. Let's dive into this chicken noodle soup, guys. Yeah, yeah. What? I said, let's dive into this chicken noodle soup. Don't ever say that again. For the soul. <laughs> no. <laughs> never no. Say that again. more inventions. Not like that. You Three. Get your mind out the gutter. No, my Lord. mind was not in the gutter. It did not go to the know, gutter at I'm all. Just, I'm just inventing <laughs> my mind. Did. Yeah. But let's go. All right. Frederick M. Jones. Trucks and trains are the lifeblood of this country. Without them, we wouldn't be able to transport all the goods we need to live. Not only 
that, but they transport our food, and most of our food needs refrigeration, right? Yes. Our dad knows all about this because he mm-hmm. runs a lot of refrigeration uh, trailers. Try to explain to me. Still don't get it. <laughs> That's where our next inventor comes in. Without him and his invention, transporting our refrigerator g- goods would be obsolete. Frederick McKinley Jones was born in Cincinnati, Ohio on May 17, 1893, to a white father and a black mother. His mother deserted him when he was a young child. His father struggled to raise him on his own, but by the time Frederick was seven years old, he was sent, sent, he was sent to live with a priest in Kentucky. Sorry, my writing's kind of bad. J- Jones had talent for a talent and interest in mechanics. He read extensively on the subjects in addition to daily addition to his daily work, educating himself in his spare time. By the time he was 20, Jones was able to secure an engineering license in Minnesota. He served in the US Army during World War 1, where he was often called upon to help make repairs to machines and other equipment. After the war, he returned to the farm it was on the Hollick Farm that Jones educated himself further in electronics. When the town decided to find a new radio station, Jones built the transmitter needed to broadcast its programming. So we might have to help. I mean, well, no, no, he didn't do the transmitter. But he also developed a device to combine moving pictures with sounds. Local business J.A. Numer subsequently hired Jones to improve the sound equipment he produced for the film industry. Wow. Yeah, I know. That is something. (laughs) Jones continued to expand his interest in the 1930s. He designed and patented a portable air conditioning unit for trucks carrying perishable foods. Forming a partnership with Neuro, Jones founded the U.S. Thermal Control Company. The company grew exponentially during World World War II, helping preserve blood, medicine, and food. By 1949, the U.S. Thermal Control was worth millions of dollars so this guy invented the thermocontrolled trailers and trucks how about that one guy we talked about last week i forget what his name is he made the <coughs> he made the um refrigeration systems that they use for like yes. um, preserving bodies and yep. mm-hmm. uh, body parts yeah and various other i forget what else it was he, yeah. he wanted to preserve. see this is just because black people like oh we like our stuff cold. So. True. Yeah. But, yeah, it's pretty interesting because, you know, like like we said, like I said earlier, this is something that, I mean, you talked to, to our dad, the Patreon patriarch. He literally, that's all he mainly does is refrigeration. So he's going from across the, across the United States hauling this food, um, and it's to keep it fresh. I don't, un- I don't understand how we would have done it back in the day. You just get a, a truck with ice all over it, and you just transfer it. <laughs> from a to b actually i thought it was like food was more expensive than like how you know how they're like uh one of the money saving tips is like don't buy fruit out of season yeah i think it was more expensive back then Mm -hmm. or relatively because of the time you know money yeah had more value but i think it was that like if you were in a, weren't in like a specific area at a specific time, you weren't going to get that unless you were rich like super rich yep so super expensive yeah so say like now and it's winter here, but in California, say maybe Southern California, you could grow yourself probably some avocados, just yep. for example. So, 
only the rich could only do that. But if you live like in Arizona or Nevada, you would be able to get those because it was such a short distance. But if you wanted to bring those avocados that weren't in season to Illinois, say, it, it would almost be impossible. But with this his, his invention, I think that's what made it actually possible. Yeah. So it made food cheaper. So not only did he contribute, he can be big. He greatly contributed to making food cheaper in the off season. Because, like, right now, food would be heck of expensive. I mean, oranges and things, I still think they do go up. Yeah. But they don't go up. You know, you don't pay $3 per pound on an orange. So, yes. Our next person is Granville. Yeah, Granville T. Woods. Born in Columbus, Ohio on April 23, 1856. Wood received little schooling as a young man. And in his early years and teens, took up a variety of jobs, including... Um, a railroad engineer in a r- railroad machine shop as an, and he was an engineer um, on a British ship and a steel mill and a railroad worker. So this man worked on the ship and is a rail <laughs> worker. Uh, from 19... What, se- what do you say? So what a life, like, actually. I know. I would love to do that. Uh, from 1876 to 18... Se- uh, yeah, 1876 to 1878, Wood lived in New York City taking courses in engineering and electric- electricity. Uh, back in Ohio in the summer of 1876, Woods would employ would be employed for up to 18 months by by the Springfield Jackson and Pomeroy Railroad Company to work oh. at the pumping station and the shift and the shifting of cars in the city of Washington Courthouse, Ohio. He was then employed by the Dayton and Southern East Southern Eastern. Yeah, Southeast Railroad Way Company as an engineer for 13 months. Guys, I don't know why I cannot read today. I am sorry. But um, for 13 months. During, the pe- during this period, while traveling between Washington Courthouse and Dayton, Woods began to form ideas for what would later be credited as his most important invention, the inductor telegraph. He, would, he worked in the area until the spring of 1880 and then moved to Cincinnati. Living in Cincinnati, Woods eventually set up his own company to develop, manufacture, and sell electrical apparatuses. And in 1889, he filed his first patent for an improved steam boiler furnace. So he invented the telegraph, the uh, inductor telegraph, and the steam boiling boiler furnace. He invented the tele like oh so he invented a certain kind of telegraph because I remember that Robert Morrison invented yes. the actual telegraph yes okay so he he improved it like yeah okay so I think he it, this one was I think this one was I don't know what an inductor telegraph is one of you guys want to look that up all right and I'll go on for a second um he later patent he his his later patents were mainly for electrical devices including his second invention an improved telephone transmitter. The patent for this device, which combined the telephone and telegraph, was brought by Alexander Graham Bell and paved, and the payment freed Woods to devote himself to his own research. One of his most important inventions was the trawler, a grooved metal wheel that allowed streetcars, later known as trolleys, to collect electricity power from overhead wires. So, uh, so not only. <laughs> Not only did he uh, make the inductor telegraph, 
He also made the uh, an improvement on the telephone's transmitters and the uh, metal grooves for trolleys. Yeah, yeah, like for the so like trains. Yes, that's, that's really like super complicated. Like I, I, I'm like yeah. I watched a documentary about how they tried to make electric trains faster, but they were explaining how like they were made. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just thought it was super interesting and like thinking that he made that. That was pretty. And I see. I don't even know anything about no trolley because we don't live in San Francisco. We live down here in the Midwest. So yeah, yeah, they have a uh, St. Louis, like the St. Louis. Oh, they have trolleys in St. Louis. The electric trains. I think they used oh, to, okay, have, gotcha. used to have a system that did go through a certain part, like to the middle of the street. There, I'm. Don't quote me on that. Gotcha. But I have it. The induction telegraph, right? Yep. Uh, it just says that. <clears throat> so the inductive telegraph used static electricity from the existing telegraph lines running parallel to the train tracks, making messaging possible between moving trains and railway stations. He created. Oh, yeah. So basically, was so yeah. So I even got it right here. It says what's most important invention was the multiplex telegraph, also known as the induction telegraph or block system in 1887. This device allowed men to communicate by voice over telegraph wires, ultimately helping to speed up more communications and subsequently prevent cru- uh, crucial errors such as train accidents. Oh. Woods defeated Edison's uh, Woods defeated Edison's lawsuit that challenged his patent and turned down Edison's offer to make him a partner. Uh, thereafter, Woods was known as the Black Ed- Edison. Whoa! So Thomas Edison wanted to partner with the Grenfell. Yeah. Yep. Wow, that's that's something. Yep. Like, I guess I should have said that with that, that little uh, ending. For that time, like. Yeah, so you can, yeah. you know, you got Thomas Edison over here. It's just like, you know yeah. what? I'm going to challenge you in, uh, in this. He lost. And then he was like, you know what? You know, man, hey, man, you know, uh, you want to become partners? And it's like, nah, man, I'll be your partner. Like Apollo and Rocky. Yeah. But then, only yeah, this went different. Yeah. The other way. This, <laughs> one, this is totally the opposite. So, yeah, Granville Tuggy Woods did a lot. You know, yeah. in his years, you know. That sounds really that's cool. That's just three inventions like right there. Just transporting, like, the wire over the wire. I wonder if they still do that, like, if the wires are, like, through radio waves or if they just send them through, if the voice goes through, like, up to the wires and it sends to between each train, you know? I'm not for sure. We're going to have to go down to San Francisco or St. Louis and be like, hey, how does this trolley work here, sir? You know, get my little glasses and flare them up and everything like that. <laughs> uh um Last one. This is the last person of Black, Black in America. America. And then we go on back to nonsense next week. Are you guys ready for that? I don't know if I'm ready for that. Yeah. Shoot. Being uh, so serious. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're going to start having more actual structure, you know, to yeah. the Joe show. I've got a lot of stuff planned for it, but. I'm going to build a coliseum with that yeah. structure. <laughs> build a coliseum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, man. You're going to build a five-star hotel that everyone wants to stay in just so they yeah. can hear all of our shows. Yeah, is that what's going to be called? The Joe Show. Yes, if you guys, right before you go to bed at 10 o'clock, we will do a show live. Yeah. It's called the Joe Show Hotel. Joe Show You know what? Quiet. It's Joe Show Hotel. Oh. The Show Hotel. <laughs> yeah, the Show Hotel. Mr. Henry Samps- Samps- Samson. Yeah, Sampson. Simpson or Samp? Sampson. Okay. S-A-M-P? Like yes. sample? Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to say Samson. 
like Samson, the big strong man, but it's yeah. Samson. No, he's the inventor of Samson. No, he's not. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Born in Jackson, Mississippi, 1934, Henry Thomas Sampson Jr. is a prolific inventor and pioneer in the field of nuclear engineering. Sampson is also a pioneer in technology that is used in modern cell phone, but but on but contrary to a widely held belief, he did not invent the cell phone. The oldest child of Esther and Henry T. Sampson. Samson, Henry Jr. was a, the younger brother. Oh, don't nobody care, care about his younger brother. I don't know why I ever left that in there. <laughs> Samson. Huh, this man. Samson had, has held many important profession positions during his prolific career. After earning he, his BS degree in chemical engineering, he accepted an appointment uh, appointment as a researcher engineer with the U.S. Naval Weapons Center in China Lake, California. After completing his Ph.D. in nuclear engineering, Sampson accepted a position as a project engineer with the Aerospace Corporation in El Sududo, California. He held the post from 1867 to 18 or 1981. He was late later appointed director of the planning and operations for the Aerospace Corporation, where his research team focused on powering and launching the launching of satellites. Samson is a prolific inventor who has held the U.S. patent, who has held several U.S. patents. In 1971, he co-invented the gamma, gamma electric cell with George H. Miley. The gamma electric cells converted high radiation energy, gamma rays, to electricity. <laughs> was he exposed to them? No, he was never exposed okay. to them. Uh, due to his co-invention co uh, of the gamma electric cells, Samson is mistakenly cited as the inventor of the cell phone. Samson also ho holds several patents focusing on the development of rocker uh, propellants or fuel. In 1973, Samson invented an improvised process of case bonding of uh uh, fuel grains with rocket chambers. So, uh, I think he also. So th this is one of the things I was really having a problem with when I started doing all this, is that a lot of these inventors were like, if you look up his name, Henry Sampson, he will automatically on a lot of these sites will be saying he's the creator of cell phones. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of a deal. But he wasn't. He just created. Um, the radiation that's in the cell phones to kind of get them going and stuff like that. Oh, kind of so like. Go ahead, Mason. Oh. oh, I mean, like, like just the radio waves and what have you. Yeah, like so the, so oh. he created that, and so so a lot of people will automatically say, "Oh, yeah, you know, he's the creator of cell phones and stuff like that." And that's how a lot of these inventors were. It was they would it kind of improve on a certain product and then people would say that they invented it so then it made it very hard for me to do the research you mm -hmm. know because you know we might have somebody that said this guy invented the lawnmower well he really didn't invent it he just invented a new and improved way of it mm -hmm. that became very popular and we still use it today yeah. but i would have to i kept you know kept yeah. researching and stuff like that and it was um uh, it was just very eye-opening. But I'm glad we talked about inventors. There was a bunch of people I didn't know about, and I done, I've done a ton of research on a lot of them, and I think I did about, what, like 
20 or so I actually did research on and just learned a lot. There are a lot of adventures out there. There's even more than the 28 that we were talking about doing. Uh, so you guys should definitely go out and check out these inventors because, you know, like I said, I think a, um, a lot of these inventions, they, they benefit us. You know, we use them today. They benefit us, and we don't know that they were either invented or improved by black people because uh, they don't really teach that in history books and stuff like that. And that's what the goal here is with Black in America, 28 Days Black History, whatever you want to call it, is that we, you know, we kind of just open the minds of uh, the world, you know, with history, with things like this, you know. You know, you get to find out who made, um, who invented dry cleaning and who invented uh, the ironing board and stuff like that. Water guns, you know. You get to figure out all this stuff. Yeah, did you ever test out the ironing board thing? No, I never did. I never did. <laughs> maybe in the near future, maybe that would be something that I do. But, yeah, you know, never done that. So, yeah, you guys have any questions or what did you guys get out of this with this 28 Days of Black History? You know? I don't know. I just realized, like, I don't know, many other inventions that I like, take for granted that I, it's, like, I don't know, it always, like, it always fascinated me that, like, because usually what I think when people invent things is like, oh, so they have this problem here or somebody made, apparently made an error in this certain area and then somebody was just like, you know what, we need to fix this, so we need this. But some of these people, they just got these ideas right off the top of their heads and just was like, they were just... That's yeah. The, I don't yeah. know. I mean, and that, that's how it is. I mean, like one of the people we talked about, they uh, what were they? They were just driving one day, saw a car accident, and then bam! I'm going to improve the traffic light, and now it's the one that we use today. And that's just how it comes. You know, there was I think it was last week there was a person who they weren't even in the field of their invention. Like, they were just doing something else, and then they were like, hey, I'm going to invent this. And then it was like, okay, that really helps, and then now I'm going to go finish doing what yeah, I really wasn't like. Yeah, wasn't one, like, a guy with, a, like, a barber, and he ended up doing something else? Yeah, let me see if I can look this. A barber making hair products, and then yeah, let me selling see hair products. Right, right quick. Get the name on it right quick. Um, who was the short one? Yeah, Alex Miles. Alexander Miles. He was the uh, the Wisconsin. Yeah, he did hair products. He invented the elevator. <laughs> yeah, the ele yeah, the electric the, elevator. Doors. Yeah, the electric elevator doors. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, huh. it's, it's just out of the blue. You know, these are just normal people who see things in life and they're just doing their thing. A lot of them, they're just doing their thing. Uh, it's in their field, and then they come up with something. And for other people, it's it's just something random. You know, stuff you see. So. You know, people are still inventing stuff nowadays. It's super, super hard, but inventing, but we're always improving and things like that. And it's just nice to not only know what they teach you in the history books, but it's really nice to know that black America has contributed a lot to America, you know. It's it's really nice because we don't get to hear about that all the time. We get to hear about George Washington Carver, which I'm not crapping on George Washington Carver, but we hear about him a lot in his in all the many ways he found uh, for peanuts and sweet yeah, potatoes and everything. Yes, we hear that a lot. But 
you know, we don't hear anything else about any of these other inventors or anything. So I thought it was really nice for us this year to come out and just talk about these inventors. And I think I've already got my next topic that I'm going to be talking about next year. I'm actually bouncing back and forth between them, and I don't know what I want to do. But see, that gets me pumped because then I start getting antsy. I'm like, you know what? Maybe we should do 28 Days of Black History next year. And then we'll find, then November will come by, and I'll be like, ah, uh, no. So, uh, yeah. So, Black in America, I think it's going to be good. I think so, it's, I'm going gonna to end the last thing I say with a really dumb joke. Oh, boy. Oh, okay, so, if I were to shoot you with a water gun, seeing as it was invented by a black person... Is that considered friendly fire? No. <laughs> because because it was it was like that. Uh, Thank you for laughing, though. We did like a news break where we had Bubba and Jethro. Remember when they shot each other and they had that uh, bulletproof vest? On? Yeah, those are real guns. Though. This is like yeah. water guns can't hurt, kill you. Yeah. Yeah, unless you put like um, uh, soap in there. Well, yeah, I'm not putting soap in there. I'm just like. Or put hot water in there. How is that going to kill you? Because, you know, you can get it in your eyes and down your throat and stuff, up your nose. You can drown with it. But it's hot water. Yeah, hot water can burn. I'll I'll shoot you from 50 feet away with the world's most powerful. I'd probably still die. I don't think Ronnie (laughs) B. Johnson would like that. I'm just saying that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, we still didn't go out and go get our uh, clothes dry clean. Anybody do that? No. Why would I do that? That's money. No. <laughs> it's supporting the black man's invention. Yeah, it is, but... So is buying this like, a know, super soaker. No, see, see, that supports his invention, but I need to support myself before. <laughs> I need to... It's so expensive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here, here's $4, and I can just... No. It's cheaper ways. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, guys, we really hope that you enjoyed being black in America, or this... <laughs> uh, this series hmm. Black in America it's a great um, series I love doing it every year and we will be back next year with more people not inventions but more people but for right now we're going to end this series this year I'm Joe I'm Mason and I'm Marcus we'll see you guys later